Have you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. Yes, this is happening again. I'm very excited to bring you another installment of Open Bar Talk podcast with Jim Search. If you want to find the show, you can go to openbartalk at gmail.com. Hit us up. Uh, you're looking to download the show. Do it wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, underneath your car, wherever the fuck you get your podcasts. That's where you're going to get this one. All right. Now, uh, I want to say that I want to appreciate y'all for jumping back in and tapping in for this pod. Uh, you know, this has been such a fun ride, and I'm glad to kick this back up again. And, you know, we've got a very, very dope guest. I'm really excited to uh, have this dude on, man. He's such a cool cat, and I'm sure he's got some wild stories for the bar. And, you know, without further ado, I'm going to introduce him. Very, very talented comedian. I've seen this guy out. He's so funny. And uh, he's a fucking cool vibe, man. Dude, you got a very cool vibe. That's why I fuck with you. Uh, Alex Nicholas, everybody. Give it up for Alex. How you hey, doing, sir? Yeah. Thank you for having me, brother. Thank, thank you for saying I'm a good comic, yo. You are. Coming you're from a, coming from a great comic, dude, like yourself, bro. Like, like that. That means a lot, man. Yeah, well, man. Well, I, I appreciate that, right? I really do. And I, you know, I mean, I when I, I we bleh, hello, uh, I saw you <laughs> at uh, that show in Bushwick, man. And you're a really funny dude, man. And I really appreciate what's that bit with uh, Hulk Hogan in the casket. <laughs> That's really fucking funny, man. I have nowhere to put it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> Such a great fucking bit, man. And, you know, so if you, uh, if the world ever reopens, uh, by God, go check out Alex, man. He's a very funny dude. So I want to just say that one more time. Can't say it enough. Appreciate so, that. you know, without uh, further ado, you know, let's, uh, let's jump into it, man. So you have, uh, you've been a bartender for a uh, number of years now. And, uh, you know, very curious uh, as the listeners are as well. For you to tell us about how you got into the game, what uh, what brought you into bartending? Uh, so around the same time I started stand up, I took a serving gig. I took a serving gig first. So uh, I basically was doing like open mics and then got like my first like little show. And then something just clicked where I was like, OK, like I think I want to do stand up. So I ended up dropping out of art school. Mom wasn't too happy about that move uh, <laughs> at all. And uh, she was like, all right, well, if you're going to, she's like, if you're not going to school, you need to get a job. And I wanted to find something that I wasn't locked in like five days a week, nine to five. I wanted something where I could make that same money in two days or three days. So uh, that's when I took a serving gig. I started bar backing for my friend and then he was teaching me. Like, as he was, like, going along, I was just filling ice, getting yes. bottles. But he was just like, yo, watch me, watch me. And he kept telling me, watch me, not knowing that, like, he was planning on leaving. Mm. So, yeah, he was, uh, shout out to my boy Josh. Uh, Josh, like, boss, he actually helped me. He taught me how to bartend. And then there was just one day uh, somebody was, the manager was like, dude, like, uh, like two people didn't show up, but we need one dude behind the bar. And then they just like looked at me like, do you know, like kind of how to do it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, like, yeah. are you familiar with any of this? Like, yeah, yeah. what if you said no? Then, then what? Then Yo, then, yeah, that manager would have had to take that blazer off, bro. Get behind, <laughs> get behind that bar, man. Like I've seen people like I've seen people have to do that before and I have no idea and you know, whatever. But uh yeah, that's what started and ideally it was right around the corner from Stress Factory. So ah. yeah, so I was able to still work shifts even if I had a show that day. They let me just like pop like right over, run around the corner, do a spot, uh, get paid, run back, finish up. That's dope, man. You had so, a nice yeah. little you're, get, you're getting paid on both sides. Yo, that's why I was, yeah, yeah. And initially, no, nah, I would say the first year, no. First year, no, I was still doing spots. They weren't paying me. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they I, I definitely, 
I definitely said that as if like you get into comedy for cash. Right? <laughs> yeah, nah, first spot they were just calling me like if you want time, like we got it for you tonight. Right. Book it. Even if a manager was like, No, still have somebody stand behind the bar, book it over there, come back. But uh yeah, I've been juggling bartending and shows for close to almost seven years now. That's uh that's that's that is very fucking impressive, man. Now, let me ask you, what was it um when you start like that day, if you remember when uh manager was like, All right, we want you to step in <laughs> do you know what you're doing? And yeah. you were like, like, was there any nerves there? Were you like Oh hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Like like it was it's like the same uh how people talk about like imposter syndrome. Yeah. It's totally. like your first shift behind a bar ever. Like I, I believe every bartender every bartender would remember their first shift, I think. Cause like yeah, you're terrified. Like just because you don't, you're not really comfortable in front of just random people yet, and mm-hmm. motherfuckers like while you're in the middle and making a drink, somebody like, hey, do you have change for a blah blah blah, or hey, can I switch this over to a or people calling simple drinks different names, right? <laughs> like, like, hey, let me get a Cape Cod, and you're googling to find out it's just a vodka cranberry, and you're like, this dude's a dick, like. <laughs> <laughs> you could have who are you showing off for yeah 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 and just little shit like that but it's like uh it's like almost like 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 anything like being an artist being a bartender being a barber being all that it's like you got to fuck up a lot first before you get nice so like yeah i was fucking up drinks left and right but that's where your personality kicks in i think you know if they like you they don't really give a fuck well, I was going to ask you, do you remember some of those like first fuck ups where you're like, oh, fuck, I made like, I don't know, a rusty nail instead of a whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what happened? I did. What did I fuck up bad? I thought, oh, no. Oh, I did something real bad. Like, uh, dude, I should. <laughs> I, uh, so if something has soda in it, like if there's like a, like a cocktail that's like, it's like, if you see it like topped with Sprite or something, right. It mean that me, I was like just young and dumb. I'm putting all the ingredients in it. Plus the soda inside the shaker. Uh Oh yeah. Knowing like that this is carbonated now and you're shaking it pressure builds. So when you go to release everywhere, Oh shit. Yeah. Uh. Remember this lady had this like white furry coat, right? <laughs> and I remember I was shaking something and I hit it and just it was like a reddish pinkish drink and it just flew and it oh, hit no. her sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it hit her sleep like it flew like by her chair. Like she was up at the bathroom. But I remember it hit the sleeve. And we had it. There's a sushi bar too. One of the guys was coming around to get ice or something, and he saw what happened, and then saw the sleeve, and then was just like ran back and was like trying to like rub it out while the girl's gone. Wow, yeah. shit! <laughs> and I'm just terrified <laughs> behind the bar. She didn't notice, thank God. But yeah, yeah, it was little shit like that. You really learn for sure, or not counting your drawer at the beginning of a shift, and then they tell you your drawer is something else. Now oh, you're like fifty dollars short. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and you gotta like, come out of pocket shit. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you pay. Yeah, they make you pay for that for sure. Like little shit. Well, I was gonna say just uh, in response to this woman wearing a white uh, white fur coat out in the streets. I'm not a victim blamer. However, <laughs> there's a reason why I will not wear a solid white t-shirt out in the streets because I know what will happen. Dude, like, like, and you're going to a sushi bar, bro, where, where soy sauce exists. Like, like, like you're wear a yeah. white coat. Like, yeah, who are you? Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think she just wanted to fight personally. I think she wanted to argue with someone about the fact that it was about to be spilled on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a Yelp review locked and ready, bro. Like, <laughs> that's the other thing. In that's the chamber. The yeah, I still don't like give a fuck about Yelp reviews as much as like uh like regular white people do. But like yo, dude, yo, you write a bad Yelp review, like yo, dudes look at you like you smack their mother, bro. Like it is the weirdest thing. 
it well i was gonna ask you have, have you ever like done a like search of the bar you've been in to see if someone has yelp reviewed you and if so yeah yeah i you know oddly enough i fly under the radar with every spot i'm in mm. in terms of like i don't yeah i don't like i know how to smooth stuff over with people pretty well uh so like and i never ever took a a, a manager position just because i never wanted one I, like i hate the extra responsibility i just want to make my money and leave but uh right I've definitely just seen how some of my favorite managers handled shit and I just applied it. So even if someone's having a quote unquote terrible time, you know, uh, it, there's ways to even it out. So yeah, I've never had a bad, I've never had somebody specifically me, uh, you know, write a bad Yelp review. You know, I've gotten into it with some people, but it, that was more on them. Yeah, for sure. Right. Not, <laughs> not, not you. Nah, nah. <laughs> you brought the energy in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like to them, like you wanted to have have some sort of way about yourself in this. Yeah, I'm the dude. Like I'm just like, hey, what's going on, guys? Like just laid back, casual, and that's what I like about bartending is that it's not like serving tables, like where it's more of a formality. At a bar, I could just shoot the shit. Like, like I could literally, a girl could come up, be like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like and just keep it mellow, keep it friendly. Well, you know, it is funny. We've talked about this before on the show, um, but it's interesting uh, to uh, like the the different dynamic between being a bartender and a server, right? Mm -hmm. As a bartender, like if a customer is like, I'm drunk, not I'm drunk, but like, fuck you, uh, you know, this drink, there's nothing in this, you ain't shit. You can be like, well, leave. Yeah. And that's, and that's it. Like, 10 times out of 10 your manager will be like yeah uh your the bartender has the say of what's happening here so yeah yeah go you have to fucking go whereas if a server with food like it's a i feel like it's a different space you know where it's like they they're kind of at the mercy of said customer and like you know there's there's just i feel like there's a different uh customer service exchange that will ultimately default to the customer versus the server. Whereas a bartender, like I said, a bartender is like, yeah, this guy's an asshole. And it's like, well, you're an asshole. So yeah, yeah, bro. No, it, it's solely that, like, I don't know what it is about just food and beverage, but it brings out the most cavemanish part of people. Like, like where it's just, there's no more, you know, uh, morals and ethics with how you treat people. Like, <laughs> like, really? no man's land. like dudes legitimately think they could just talk to you any sort of way or, you know, uh, give you certain looks or even demands just because they know that you're at your job. Yeah. You know I mean, like I, I always tell people this, I'm like, uh, like I've, I, I've said it before where it's like, everybody likes tapping on the glass at the zoo. Mm, mm-hmm. back in the glass and then it's oh uh, hey uh, leave that shit alone. you know what i mean like like it's it's that sort of mentality i think oh totally and you know and it's also i think the other part of it too is is like in addition to that it's like you know so much about a person as to how they treat wait staff right yes yeah like yeah, yeah. you i man i can i will peg your personality so quick the second I watch you now unprovoked, right? Because to be, to be fair, to be objective, like if you have like a shitty server or shitty bartender, it's like, yeah, you can fire back. But like For sure. tap, tapping the credit card on a bar, you know, that waving money snapping. It's like, all right, I know you, Bro. I know yeah, you, I, have, I, know I had you, you know yourself. Yeah. I had somebody snap at me. It was a few, it was a few months back. It was, uh, almost a year ago, maybe when I first started at where I'm uh, currently at now, uh, white star in Jersey city. But, uh, yeah, somebody snapped at me. I remember. And I was like the only bartender there. And I was like waiting tables too. Like at the same time, like I was just taking like booth tables and bar, but yeah, I just remember dude snapped at me and, this is why I, uh, this is where, uh, being an NBA fan, uh, comes in handy is <laughs> you saw when, uh, 
you saw when those dudes were uh, like heckling Isaiah Thomas, like they were like screaming like crazy shit, and he just walked up. And he was just like, "Don't do that! <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that!" Yeah, yeah, this dude snapped at me, so I just I remember I walked up and like just very nice. I was like, "Hey," I was like, "Did you guys need anything?" And then before they could answer, I was like, "By the way, did you snap at me?" <laughs> and the dude was just yeah. looking at me like. And I was just like, yeah, don't do that, bro. No. Nope. <laughs> I was like, please don't. Don't do that. Like, oh, yeah, I just needed it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you can just put your hand, hand up. I'm over it, man. But yeah, I'm not a hand butler. Yeah. People don't even snap at their butler. People that have butlers don't snap at their butler. No, they butler don't. Will quit. They that will be the <laughs> like, end of that. There's a no snapping policy. You know? Dude, yeah, that's now, insane. It's at best you can get like the hand, like, Hey, that like, this is as good as far as you can go. Right. <laughs> Just one of those. Yep. Totally fine. But this, Nope, I'm Dude, not, I don't like, one like that. I was like, Whoa, no, 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 <laughs> no, we're, we're, we, you're playing a different game. You want to play yeah. a different game with me. So, <laughs> all right, look, let's, uh, so let's get into it. Let's talk about a little bit about, you, you know, the stories. What are, what are some like, of the wild shit that you have seen from behind the bar. All right. So I worked at this one place that was uh, Asian fuse. So two of these stories, two stories take place at the same spot that I'm talking about. Okay. So this uh, Asian fusion place, downtown New Brunswick. Um, it's closed now. It was called Hitoki, but it turned into a club at night, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Right. So, those days people would get late dinner and then after dinner they'd go over and there's like a dance floor, big bar, lights, bottle right. service, like all this crazy shit. So I remember it was a Valentine's Day and it's like this like real fit couple, like big black dude, ripped, shredded, tight, tight ass sweater. And then his girl and like, she was like, she was pretty, you know, like very in shape, you could tell, but I remember she ordered uh, she ordered sushi and she was asking me like how many ounces it was. Like like what was the out like like how many like what was the ounce uh, the ounces and weight for the fish used? Oh, Jesus uh, like, like, craziness, right? So I'm like, I really I was like, ma'am, I, I there's no way I would know that. Like whatever, right? And also you're out to have a good time. This is not having a good time right now. Right. And it's Valentine's Day and it's packed in there. And our whole thing was we had so many reservations and the space is only so big that they were like turn and burn them. So like get their whole order right away. You know, do it that way. Cool. No problem. She's slowing shit up now. So now I'm like trying to explain to her. I'm like, hey, listen, like, you know, I need to take your whole order, blah, 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 just so you guys aren't behind. And I pointed. I'm like, up there is like a table of like 14, bro. I'm like, if they order before you, you're going to be whatever. I'll know in two minutes. I come back. Oh, we still don't know. Two more minutes. Come back again. We still don't know. I'm like, all right, cool. I make my rounds, come back. She She's ready. She orders. Boom. Now her food's taking forever. <laughs> right? Which you warned her about. Right. Which I warned her about. Black right. dude, like, starting to, like, like crack his neck and shit. <sighs> I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, dude, like, that, no, right? Told my manager, who was actually the head bouncer. Because <laughs> the manager quit. <laughs> At the time, the manager quit. So our head bouncer uh, doubled as our manager, Big John. This dude, it was, like, a six-foot-four. Like, he looked like Goldberg. Like, like, like Jesus. he was insane he's insanely he's nicest guy ever though but big as shit their food finally comes and like i turn for a second and then like i turn around yo this girl has a digital scale on the fucking table no way no yeah 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 poked out the fish that was in the sushi and weighed every single individual piece and then started like complaining about how it was too much. Not that it was too little. It was too much. Too much food. 
no, this is, yo, like I'm training. I need to eat a certain amount. Me, I'm like, all right, so just don't eat whatever is extra then, like, like in my head. But I'm sitting there, so I'm like, all right. Then she starts, you ruined our Valentine's Day, blah, blah, blah. I want to talk to your manager. At this point, I'm like, you want to talk to her? <laughs> you want to do that? You want to have that conversation? Yeah, black dude, get here, yo, get your manager. So I'm like, all right, we're cool. I'm like, yo, now, John. Is she, was she white? She no, this is like a, this was this was a, this was an Asian woman for sure. Okay. All right, Amer- American, I would say Americanized Asian woman too for sure. Like like basically a white woman. Okay, yeah, <laughs> peak <laughs> peak level white. Because I was gonna say this this has all of the trappings of like the either the whitest whitest woman ever. Yeah, dude. An Asian woman who's got it. Okay. Yeah, and they both and they both. I'm I'll never forget this. They both had like turtlenecks on. Like they had like matching turtlenecks, like, and they were, yeah, and they were just buff for no reason. Like it was weird. John comes over and the dude's like, yeah, we're not paying for this. We waited forever, blah, blah, blah. And the dude has that tone and John is just sitting there and he's looking at him and he's standing, (laughs) mind you, he's standing like near the, like in front of their table as if he is a bouncer. Like the, like, (laughs) yeah, same posture. I know, I know the exact. and he's sitting there, he's like, well, what, what was wrong with it? She was like, well, the ounces are too much. Like, like, like he, so John reads my mind immediately. Well, just don't eat what, what <laughs> right? Just don't eat, like, don't eat over whatever you just wait. And then he goes, oh, at first he went, is that a scale? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I like John. I like, like John a lot. He's like, is that a scale? Like, took, yo, bro, took out a collapsible scale out of her purse, out of her purse. Dude, like, I was like, what the fuck, right? So the dude keeps going, we're not paying for this. And John, it finally gets to a point where John's like, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are. You will pay for this. He's like, and the guy's like, no, we're not. And the dude's like, yes, you will. And then, and then like, I just go off, I do my thing, and then I come oh, back. Oh, I would have stayed. I would have stayed the whole time. Nah, because John just tapped me. It was like, go ahead, keep going, because we're packed in there. He was like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. I go in the kitchen, I come out, dude's got his card out, they're paying. This girl, <laughs> this girl is cursing like him, like he's cursing like us out. But oh, like great. the best part of it all was like, while she's cursing us out, she's like cleaning off her scale with like, <laughs> what, what's that? Like with like Clorox wipes or like not wipes, but like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, like, like for sure. And, and mind you, I was like, yeah, and look at this, by the way. I'm like, you get to walk around with a goddamn scale in your purse. I was like, Jim, if they found you, us with a scale. <laughs> if they found you with a scale and you went, no, I use it to weigh my food. I guarantee you you're in the tombs <laughs> within the hour, within the hour, bro. That is that is laughable at best to a police officer. Laughable at best. Isn't that interesting as a side note that how the same item on a different person is now a criminal offense? Yeah. A digital scale, a small handheld digital scale. Yeah, bro. Yo, I did not like like remember that scene in Anchorman where he had the uh collapsible flute in his sleeve? Yes. It was like that, bro. Like, like it was like magic. Like, like, I <laughs> which, like, I my thing is is like listening to this story, right? Is n- these two don't have fun at no, all? They work out. That's it. That's their fun is abusing their bodies and looking good, right? Which ultimately, which again, I'm totally like breaking these two down, having never met them, but I feel like I've met some version of them Uh is like, they don't work out to feel good. They work out because they have nothing else. Yes. That's their personality. Their personality is working out and apparently uh, complaining to uh, that. That was the way. Yeah. And wearing matching turtleneck sweaters. Like I'll never forget that. Like, that's it looked wild. like a really it looked like a really fit like one twelve like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like I really do. Cream ass sweater. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was bad, man. Holy shit, man. Well, I'm glad they paid. You know, uh, I'm really glad that uh, John did not succumb to. We're not going to pay for this because it's like none of that. Like none of that is the restaurant's fault. Objectively speaking, no. none. 
you told these you told this table look you need if you order now i'll be able to get your food quicker however if you take your time i have to go take the order of 14 other people who in turn are going to have their food made first right and then you're gonna wait and she was like no 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 that's how i want to live my life and that's like yeah bro you made your bed you made your bed so and had the audacity to pull a scale a scale out, out like look i'm all for if you ha- like want to do portion control at your house and like that's totally that's what you do right but like when you're out to eat yeah i don't i don't Yo, like breastfeeding would have been way more way less alarming than 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 <laughs> if she whipped out a titty and fed yeah. her muscled baby her muscled yeah, yeah, yeah. baby yeah dude fucking <laughs> muscle milk titty <laughs> Her fucking vitamin shake tit that produced all sorts of oh, well I'm glad I'm glad you uh, dodged that bullet of sore and also I'm glad that they paid again I'm very yeah no nah, for their yeah for their sake man because John don't play around nah <laughs> I can tell I can tell he was yeah you're gonna pay for this and dude I yeah he uh that place was probably like one of the most fun times like ever bro like because yeah yeah, like like it was a tight-knit crew for sure and we made a lot of money like like being like a club at night so like you see a lot of shit all the time but uh, well i was gonna ask so did you work behind the bar at the club yeah i did i did yeah so basically how my boy was making his money was he would bartend dinner like he'd get there you do like basically a three to three Right. Like the club like stops at two, but you still got to clean up and everything. So by the time you're out of there, it's three. But yeah, it turned into a club starting at like nine. Okay. Like, they would show up around like eight, start setting up, start spinning. And then, yeah, there'd be like an ambiance for dinner and then people starting to filter in. And then like by like 10, 11, it's just packed in there and it's dark music going, all that. So it was, it was a good time, man, for sure. Now, when you were bartending there, did you see any? But behind the bar, were you seeing any wild shit? Yeah. All right. So this is this is this is the main story. This one okay. is it's a, it's a very it's a, simple one, but it's very good, and this goes uh, hand in hand with what we were just talking about about people being very disrespectful. Uh, it's I I don't I can't remember if it was in New Year's or if it was just a packed club night. It might have been, we were getting like Camillo. We were getting DJ Camillo like every other month, like once every other month Camillo would come in, but it might have been one of those. But I just remember it was packed. And when you're bartending in a club, it's uh, main key is keep your head down and don't pick your head up until you're ready. Because so there's a big bar. There's three of us behind a bar. We each have our own well, each have our own POS. And it's just hordes of people. It's just like people reaching over people with fucking money, whatever, right? So I'm I'm hit making mad drinks, boom, boom, boom. And out the corner of my eye, I like see a 20, like like sitting there, like like it's like right here. Okay. Like eye level yeah yeah, it's in my peripheral it's close enough to where i'm like i in my head i'm not looking up i'm ignoring him because i'm not ready right so but in my head i'm like all right this guy must be like leaning because the bar is wide so i'm like all right this dude must be really leaning over making more drinks and every so often I see it getting closer. Like every, like every, yeah, like every five or six seconds, I'm just seeing it inch closer. Uh, it's like Jaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fin. Yeah, you're starting to see the fin in the water, right? Mm-hmm. So it gets mm-hmm. to a point where I go, there ain't no way in hell, right? So I'm, a, I'm like, I'm still ignore this dude. Boom, boom, boom. Dollars, right, like 20, right in front of my nose. No. Flat, flat. Right, like, like. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Brushed my nose with a twenty and twice, like a. T- I know. I just remember the motion. Flat, flat. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Left, Alex, right. I oh. would. I would be in jail. Yeah, no. Listen, fucking drop be in the jail. bottles. 
And I remember I grabbed dude's wrist and I had his I had his shirt. And I remember it was like it was like an Indian dude. And he had like a, he was like dressed up at like a blazer. But I just remember grabbed him and I like literally just had dude <laughs> like by his shirt collar. And I was so heated from just being in the weeds of fucking just all these people that I'm shaking this dude like the fuck is wrong with you. And the bouncers got his legs. <laughs> <laughs> so the bouncers going and I like I remember this loud music and I still hear the bouncer like, give him, give him, just give him it. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? It's <laughs> like, give shit. him back. And then, uh, yeah, he ended up just, like, snatching them back over. And then they, like, legitimately carried this dude out. Like, Oh, my God. Like, yeah. And uh, I remember, I think either the bouncer, I didn't take the money. I think the bouncer took the money, I'm sure. But, yo, dude brushed my face. Because I remember the manager came running over, like, what, did, what happened? What did you do? And I was like, this dude brushed my face with a 20. And then he goes, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have fired you if you hit him. And I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> cool, dude. Good. That is good to know. I'm not, even, I'm not even that dude. Like, I'm not the guy that's like, I'm ready to fight anybody, anytime, any place. But it's just like, <laughs> yo, you brushed my face with money. <laughs> with money. With money. And a 20. Yeah, right? that's not even 100, bro. That's not 100, man. That's 100s not... feel different. They feel better. Like, like, like Sure. <laughs> That I mean, you know, they say there's no there's no price tag on dignity, but it's like, all right, let's. uh, Yeah, man. And like, dude, I just remember I saw red and like I was just like shaking like the entire. And then it was was funny, too, because like as packed as it was in there, there was people that saw what happened. Right. So my side of the bar was vastly less filled after that than the other two people. Which, by the way, you know what? If they saw that entire exchange and they decided to go on to the other side, those were fucking money swipers too. Yeah, man. Yeah, nah, but it was funny because throughout the night there was people that like saw it and they were just like, just like leaving just like tens, like just like, hey, dude, my (laughs) bad. Like we saw that. Can I just get it? And they were like tipping heavy, but it was definitely people shifted after that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? You know what, Alex? You don't want their money. No. (laughs) Every dollar ain't a good dollar, Alex. And that is dirty money from dirty people who, again, having watched that whole exchange, I would have been one of those dudes who'd be like, yo, man, that shit was fucked up here. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, apologize was... on behalf of humanity for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and dude, like, and I would like, and that's a job where when you're bored, like, yo, you're running around, you're sweating, you're like all that. So it's just like, like, like after every shift, you're thinking to yourself, like, yo, why do I keep doing this to myself? But the money's good. But like, yeah, brother, I, I remember I got a couple actually, I got a couple regulars and friends like now still that were there when that happened. That like I didn't know those dudes at first, but they kept coming right. back out there. Like they kept coming back and they're like, We'll take care of you and they were like locals. Right. Was, yeah, definitely helped out. Situation I don't I wonder where that dude's at now. <laughs> Honestly. You know still doing that. I, I feel like he learned. That was a teachable moment right there for that man. Of, you know, you know what? Perhaps this was the wrong fucking move. Now, here's the thing, right? Is like, I know why he did it in so many ways. I'm just like, you're a piece of shit and pieces of shit just do what they do, right? right? However, what I would like to know is specifically what what drove this, Right. I would love to know, like, leading up to, right? Because I feel like I know, we know his character, right? We know who he is, right? But I would have loved to see, like, or listen to, like, some internal monologue, like, 30 seconds before, right? Because this wasn't a game time decision. You know, I there was a very much a, a premeditation around this. I, like, I have to believe that. You don't just flippantly do it. 
um, he he worked up to that, and I'd love to know what that work up was. Of, Dude, I it's definitely alcohol fueled for sure. Yeah, I was gonna I, say. I, I think I like, and that's the one thing I definitely hated about the job was when it hit a certain time. Like once it hit that one a.m. one thirty range, where it's like the last of the warriors standing that are still sitting there till like last call type of shit, like. That's when it started getting crazy, bro. Like seeing the transformation, like the <laughs> like the, the the girls that come in with the "It's my birthday" sash and tiara, what they look like after, like it's it's a mess. It's literally just zombies, just everywhere. It there's two things I'll say to that. Uh, one is nothing good in my life. Having gone out, I've been hanging on bars for 20 years, right? And I can say that 98% of the time that I have been out past 1.30, nothing good has happened. No. Nothing. There's No, dude. Uh, nothing. Like, all anything good that has happened was in between, I would say, the 10 to 12 range. That is, that is when yeah. anything good has happened, right? Um, 12 to one thirty, nether void. Um, but one thirty on like, I would, like, I would just love to meet a couple that met at like three 30 in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you don't want to meet those people. You ever see a, you ever see a show shameless? Yes. Yes. That's when that's where you meet a Frank Gallagher at at 3am, like in a pool hall somewhere. Yeah, just no no good is in their heart, man. That's when I knew your father was the one when his card declined. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I threw a 20 to save him. <laughs> when he said, I left my wallet at home, that's when I knew that your father was the one. That's how I, I could tell. That's fucking fun. Dude, that's also the part that sucks too about that job is like dudes will be like ordering like like for like groups of girls and then like i'll swipe a card and it's like transaction denied and i'm like trying everything like trying and then be like you got to come back and be like yo my man <laughs> like and everybody's already like got their drinks and shit like my man like it, it's not working like what the fuck like and you you need to pay. And if this didn't work, I really hope that you have another way to make it work. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're gonna have to talk to our our manager. Yeah, talk to Big John. <laughs> talk to you Big want John. you want to talk to Big John about this, dude? Big yo, Big John, dude. All right, I got a I got a good Big John story. All and right, I, this is funny. This was this was actually, uh. This was told to me by my dad because my dad is a barber. My dad cut at scissor at this barber shop called Scissor Hands. It's still they got one on Eastern Avenue now, but before where I was working on George Street, it was right across from where I was bartending, the spot that turned into a club at night. Okay. So dudes would be like there's dudes that would literally pop in, get their hair cut, and then walk straight across the street, go go straight in. Right. Convenient. That's convenient. Yeah. So my dad would be getting bread from like like late, like from like literally from nine and we and he's cutting all the way till two when they letting people out. They had said that they heard a commotion and like some dude screaming, whatever. And and it turns out it's like like I'm not gonna name which bouncer it was, but they said that this dude kept going like, uh, I'm not leaving without my girl. And like so whatever the story was, was there was a guy that was saying he wasn't leaving without his girl, but the girl was not trying to leave with the dude. So she was inside. Wow. They were saying, yo, like, stay inside. Like, don't come out till he's gone. So the dude starts kicking the door. Right. Mind you. There's two doors. There's there was like heavy wooden like doors that open. And then there's like the regular ones, too, from inside. Right. Dude had managed to like yank the 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 wooden doors open. So now he's like towards the other the other like the main doors going in. And from the recount of I can't remember if yeah, I think it I'm almost sure my dad told me the story, but he said that 
the bouncer had pushed this dude out, like to the sidewalk. Right. The guy kept like just screaming in this bouncer's face. And they said, dude just went like this, like, like right here in the, st- <laughs> like, like, in his like throat. The, chop, the chop to the neck. They said this dude stumbled so far that when he finally fell, he was in the yellow line in the middle of the street. <laughs> so, <laughs> so think about like, like from the main door, you got hit and then That's... you stumbled over the sidewalk into the street, hit the yellow line. And it's like right in the middle between the, the barbershop <laughs> and the club that's like a good like 15 feet yeah 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 exactly like dude got hit that hard and just yeah tried saving himself and just landed right in the middle of the street and they said just all the barbers stopped cutting it was just outside like dude you got knocked the fuck out yeah dude just like it was live on that street i was too young to get in the clubs and i remember like yo just posting up out there like watching my dad cut and sitting on the bench and just watch like people watching like oh my god craziness that's, that's fucking nuts man girls taking well, pictures between cars and puking at the same time like, like uh, just straight it, animals bro <laughs> like, efficient very efficient <laughs> it's like how did i meet your mother well she was pissing and puking between a car and that's how I knew I found But it didn't matter to me because she covered me when my car declined. So <laughs> <laughs> Birds of a feather, Alex. Birds of a fucking feather. You know? Well, look, man, these have been fucking hilarious stories. And I thank you for bringing them to the podcast, man. This has been such a fun, uh, fun trip here. Uh, uh, thank you for having me, man. Of course, man. So now we're going to get into our next segment, which is questions for our bartender. Now, I wish I was more clever to come up with a better name for this segment, but here we are. So this is what we're doing. Um, So these are uh, these are five questions we ask each of our guests about the life of a bartender. So our first question is, what is the biggest misconception people have about being a bartender? Um, hmm, that's a really good one, actually. Thank you. It's a misconception. What do people think is, you know, not what? Do, what are they? What are their perceptions of what the life is of a bartender? That is not true. I'll, I'll say one. It's I'll say two things. One that you're partying while you're working. Right. Because, like, even though people have seen people do the whole, like, even though people have seen that people do the whole, uh, you know, like, you'll take, like, you'll see bartenders taking shots with customers or something. That's because it's one of the, it's either one of two things. It's the rare case that you have a job that kind of let allows you to, you know, drink. Uh, like there's places that are lenient that would be like, yeah, like that, that encourage you almost to drink, like have a beer, blah, 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 whatever. Then there's other places that'll sit there and will be like, uh, you can't drink unless it's bought for you. Right. Uh, so, you know, there, there's still, it's not a party. It's like, there's still constant work that always needs to be done while you're doing it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll also say big misconception too, is uh, almost like the Instagram models that get into guest bartending. Right. So they, they have the internet draw enough to where dudes will show up to a venue just to talk to this girl or whatever. Like I've bartended with girls that were trash, very bad bartenders, yet they'll work a couple dudes and they walk and they got like two hundred, three hundred dollars. Wow. Meanwhile, I'm busting out drinks, whatever, and I'm making the same amount, but it's I'm working. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. So there, there, there's that too. So I would say the, the, the main misconception is like just being able to waltz behind a bar and just pour a couple beers and shots and be like, I'll figure it out and I could drink and I could, cause like there's people that can't handle that. Like there's dudes that will take a couple shots and now they're wasted behind the bar, giving wrong change, giving drinks to the wrong people, breaking glasses. Like, Oof. yeah, man, I've, I've, I've seen some bad ones for sure. So yeah. Good. Good Lord. It's more uh, of a responsibility than a party for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I I could see that being as part of like that those stories of like it must be so much fun. You must slide down a uh, you must slide down a slide into a pool of beer before you come in. Yeah, it's man, like, it's like, bro. Yeah, tell me that after you worked a, a ten or a twelve hour shift, minimum, right? Yeah, and they're, they're, yeah. Some places are six. Some places are even four, depending. But like, yeah, right. like well, uh, yes. Yo, even four straight on your feet. Nowhere for you to hide. There's nowhere for you to sit. And a lot of people don't know. It's like there's not a lot of places where you're a bartender and they're like, okay, go on break now. You know what I mean? Like, like they're they're just like, oh, like, uh, yeah, you got like five minutes to eat or something, or just like let the bar back, hold it down for a second, eat, and then come back. Like you end up like eating standing, like you're like a fucking parent or something, like. <laughs> which which by the way uh like past one thirty in the morning as a bartender now you're a parent because mm-hmm. you have drunk toddlers who are yes. i don't like him yo yo yeah, yeah i can drive i'm good nah bro give me your key like oh my dude we've had people try to jet out and like we've had to like send like fucking security to chase after them to take their keys like yo we can't let this dude drive like shit yeah. like that like if i you know just we'll get in the next question after this but i if you if you have people running after you to take your keys you shouldn't be driving do you think that they would be doing that so hard if you could actually drive do you think Bro, that- yeah man and you know you know what's even worse is that <laughs> is that it's, it, it, although it's for your safety, for me mostly, it's just like in the back of my head, I'm like, yo, you fucking dick. If you die, I'm not going to have a job. Don't you fuck this up for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't you no. die on my watch, you son of a yeah. bitch, because I need Take to Take the $35 parking ticket. Yeah, you know what I mean? And and call a cab or get an Uber, bro. It's way better than paying thousands of dollars and goddamn for a legal Dewey. fees. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And, or going to fucking jail, dummy. Anyway. Um, so our next question. What is the biggest tip that you have received as a bartender? Biggest tip? Hmm. I got to think. There was like two different occasions. Uh, fucking Craig Robinson. Came okay. And, uh, Craig Robinson came because he was doing uh he was doing stress right around the corner from where I was bartending. He came to hang out, so he kept it open for him, and uh, he just wanted to play uh Biggie, uh sing along to Biggie on a mic, drink JMO. He uh, threw up and uh, fucking cleaned it up like a goddamn champ, and then tipped us all like I think. There was me and another bartender. He gave us like I think like three or four hundred dollars to split. Wow! Not even, but not even including the tip that he put uh, on top of the tab that he had too. Yeah. So like, like yeah, he was a really good guy, man. I remember, yeah, he like dropped money on us. Like when he first came in, it was just like, hey, how's it going, guys? Like super cool. Few dudes from stress popped up too. Like we had like appetizers for him and stuff, and uh, he stayed oh, for like cool. an hour. Cool as fuck, man. Like super cool dude. And yeah, he dropped he dropped money on us for sure. Shout out to Craig Robinson, man. Yeah, Craig Robinson is a G, bro. Like I'll never forget that. And gave us free tickets to a show too. So I remember, yeah, like we went to see a show next day as well. Like he was a really cool dude. That's awesome, man. So that is, uh, uh, and that is, I would say, the right way to handle throwing up in a bar. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. He went to the bathroom, like, and Chad, like, I remember that he said something, like, I remember uh, it was either the bar back was like, yeah, I think he was throwing up. Like, I heard somebody throwing up. <laughs> I was like, now, did, I, he, did he keep drinking after that? Yeah, dude, he was a G, oh, bro. And he wasn't, like, falling all over the place or anything. But, like, remember, he did, he did two shows where he's drinking on stage anyway. Mm. drinking in the green room and then like you probably come over like you know what i mean like he was and he's like a he's like an entertainer on and off stage for sure like he had people with him he and they weren't like overbearing either they were all super cool too and i just remember he was like he wasn't on in the sense of like you know there's dudes that just don't know how to turn it off sure 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 
he was just like being himself and just having a good time. And like, it, it was still a trip. And it's a trip too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh damn, you know, dude from the office, the dude from hot tub time machine, you know, like that it's funny. is right here. And he's not a dick. He's real fun to be around. And he fucking tipped us crazy good. It's like, what more could you ask for? Nothing. Nothing, Alex. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing at more. all, man. <laughs> all right. So question number three. What is your pet peeve of a customer? Other than swiping a $20 bill across the <laughs> yeah, I feel like work. that's clearly a pet peeve of any human, right? Uh, yeah. But of a bartender, yeah. outside of that, what is the one thing you do not want customers to do? Mm. I would say tipping terribly. That's number one. <laughs> that, that, that's got to be the one, bro. Like, the bad tip and or being way too needy mm. so like like the the person where you know you uh you bring over a beer oh uh, like hey thank oh can i get like a chill glass actually you come back bring him a chill glass you come back oh can i get a water like it's like bro ask me all this shit in one what do you what do you need you know what i mean or the people that will come up and they'll wave you down and then you'd be like hey what's up what can i get you Oh, uh, wait a second, actually. And then, like, turn around and ask, the, what, what did you want again? Did you? And I'm like, dude, like, 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 come on. Like, if you see me moving around and you wave me down, like, be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, sit on, have it ready. <laughs> Stay ready. Don't got to get ready, man. That's yeah, what they say. Oof, that gave me, uh, that gave me angry chills. Yeah, um, no, dude, like, for sure. I remember I went to a bar and I remember I ordered something. I was like. Uh, I was like, yeah, let me get a boom, boom, boom. And then I was just like, last name, uh, tab, you have my card, last name, Nicholas. And then some dude was like, yo, dude, that, that's how you order. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I bartend, bro. That, that's how I would want it to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> be, the, be the change you want to see in the world. Alex. Yeah, be, be that change. Exactly. That's funny. I will also say too, top, top three peeve also is, uh, is like if you're taking care of like like and this is just coming from a black bartender when I'm taking care of black customers and they're super cool and you know they're like oh thanks man blah 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 and then it's the worst tip ever <laughs> and I'm like fuck like bruh <sighs> like, like, like I I try so hard to fight against that stigma that we don't tip or we don't tip well like I tip way over twenty percent like like the, just customary sure but like, yeah you're gonna act like my best friend the whole time and tell and tell me like oh dude yeah you got this you're the man bro blah 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 i'm already expecting a 20 percent range minimum like just 20 percent range like if you if your bill's 200 dollars and you tip me 10 there is a problem but that is that is what five percent i think yeah that's five percent right yeah like oh Woof. And it's always the dude that goes, yo, I got it. I got it. Yo, guys, don't worry about it. If you're going to be the I got it guy. <laughs> then you have to have it. You have, yeah. to, you, you have to have it. You can't say I got it and then not have it. Yeah, don't pick and choose, bro. Mm-mm. I don't like that. No, no, yeah, I hate that. But other than that, those are my, probably my top three. Don't, so sure. listeners, do not do any of these things, please. We ask no. you. And for the love of God, if you are a person of color, yo, look them in their eyes and tip over 20%. Trust me. Take it care. Makes, it makes a difference. It, we, uh, that money spends differently. <laughs> our, our black dollars are important, folks. All right. Next question. If you owned a bar, what would you name it? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, shit. I don't know. There's already a bar in New York City. It's called Nomad. I would have done it Nomad just because uh, a lot of like a lot of people know. Some people don't. But my my middle name is Alex. My first name's Damon. So it would have been first name backwards, and that would have been like more homage to like my father. Like he's alive, but <laughs> like, oh jeez, I'm sorry. Weird but, way yeah. to say it, but let's go. 
but yeah, I would, it would have it would have either been nomad or I would have stuck with like the sh- like the little dumb shit I do where it's like uh like my Instagram is like not Alex Nicholas. If I do a show that I produce, I do it not a comedy show. So I would be like not a bar, not like a bar. bar, not a bar. <laughs> this is like, not a bar. This is not a. That's funny. I I like that. I do enjoy that. Um, and I I hope you can get a small business loan for that. Bro, listen, bro. If you if it, if we had a this is not a bar and then a this is not a showroom showroom, <laughs> this is not a comedy show. This is not a comedy show, bro. That's funny, man. Well, uh, your your words to God's ears, right? <laughs> All right. Final question. All right. What is your favorite drink to have? Not to make, but what do what does Alex drink? Either when he is out or he's hanging out at home, what do you what do you like to sip on? Um, I hit all over the board, man. If I'm doing like shot in a beer, I'll do like Jameson with like a uh, like a shot of Jamo with like uh, like some sort of IPA. Okay, like maybe like I'm not too picky either. Like I like Budweiser bottles too. I could do Jamo and Budweiser bottles. Um, if we're talking mixed drink, like lately, I've been on like, uh, like I fuck with mezcal old fashions, like Ooh, mezcal old fashions. Hit. Yeah. My coworker put me onto that. Like she, uh, she ordered at this one place and I tried it and it's like way better than a regular old fashioned. It's like smokier tasting. Yeah. I was going to say, you got that. You got a real smoke factor with that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm, I am a tequila person too. Like primarily I like tequila just cause I could drink it and I don't really feel sick or hungover the next day. Like I could drink a lot of tequila for sure. But, uh, yeah, mezcal, like mezcal old fashions hit hard. They're dope. That is, that's a new one. That is a new one. Now nah, we got to go, Jim. Yeah. We got We got to get one. Yeah, I'm you. shit, man. Look, I'm you know I am down to drink with you anytime, bro. I'd be down to do that. Dude, um, I, I want to give you, I want to give you a mess, cow fashion, just so you could kick up on these goddamn haters. <laughs> you are not lying. They hate on my, they hate on my style, and they'll hate on my drink. Woo. No, don't let them get you, Jim. Never. Face. <laughs> Listen, when they go low, we go stunt. That is what oh, Michelle yeah. Obama said. She said that. <laughs> when they go low, we go stunt. She was right. She was right. So that is our, that is our questions for our guest. Uh, Alex, uh, again, thank you so much uh, for coming through and hanging out here at the Open Bar Talk podcast. Uh, is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, well, first, thank you for having me, man. Uh, First and foremost, uh, anything I want to plug. Yeah, I do a uh, podcast called uh, Keep It Basement Podcast. We still got to get you on, Jim. I'd love um, to. It's a hip-hop comedy podcast. I do it with my co-host, Mike Sweeney, and uh, another stand-up comic, Tom Zappia. Uh, really good Jersey guy as well. Um, yeah, we have a whole bunch of people lined up, actually, too. Uh, I have a really cool one coming Uh uh, yeah, I could I could tell you. So I got a cool one coming up. Uh, my boy uh, Chris Chris Naraco, he owns MJ Skate Shop. Uh, Chris is like got super deep ties uh, within the skate industry in terms of uh, just like he works for Vans now, but he was writing for uh, Big Brother, and Big Brother was a magazine. And mm-hmm. for the people that don't know, Big Brother, those dudes turned into jackass basically. So, like, he's got, like, super, super deep ties with a lot of people, amazing writers, lived a crazy life, got good experiences. So that'll be a really good episode. Um, and, yeah, I mean, other than that, I want to I want to hear some stories from you, bro, because your episode is going to be a good one. It's going to be a real good one. I got a, I got a couple stories, man. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've lived a little bit of life, man. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm happy to tell anybody who will listen, you know, nah, most definitely. I'm looking forward to that, man. Well, I would be happy to do it, man. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, any Instagram, uh, and where they can find you on there. Oh uh, yeah. At not Alex Nicholas, N O T A L E X N I C H O L A S. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I post show dates there. 
uh, projects and stuff I'll be working on. I got a couple of projects too that uh, I'm lining up. Uh, and yeah, when the world finally unlocks, you know, it's just going to be hitting the streets heavy, just doing a bunch of shows. I want to, I've been, you know, really going into New York as a late, so I'm probably going to be able to, you know, work out the rest of the shit I have and then hopefully, you know, uh, release a project soon. So keep an eye out for that. Yes, please. Uh, please keep an eye out for that folks. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for us. Um, you know, go find our podcast anywhere you download. So iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, that's of course Open Bar uh, Open Bar Talk Podcast with Jim Search. Uh, if you want to email us, openbartalk at gmail dot com. Uh, if you want to find me, I am at Jim Search on all social media, and of course JimSearchComedy.com dot com to uh, look for dates and shit like that. And, you know, that's, that's going to do it. So, uh, of course, uh, thank you to everybody who listens, everybody who tunes in is very dope. Uh, you know, bartenders live some very crazy lives and I find it very fascinating, the shit that they see. And I'm happy that I've been able to have a platform for them to, uh, to tell those stories. So, uh, again, Alex, thank you so much for uh, hanging with us. And of course, put a water between each drink and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.